welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. I'm Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento. My topic for today is forgiveness, a different approach. Before I can talk about the different approach, I'm going to talk a bit about a traditional approach, that being the total incomplete resistance to the idea of forgiving someone. And the reason we resist the idea of forgiveness is because in our minds, a lot of the time, I think, or you would think that if I say I forgive you, I'm also saying what you did was okay. And so why would I forgive you? Because I don't want you to do it again. I don't want you to think that you were right. And as you can see how that line of thinking can go on. So the first thing to realize is that forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. It has nothing to do with you telling them uh, what they did was right or wrong. Forgiveness is almost entirely about you. And I learned this in an interesting way. I had a relative who was quite ill and could possibly pass on. They didn't, but it was possible that that could happen. And a friend talked to me and they said, well, have you forgiven this person? Now, they didn't know my relationship with the person um, at all. But they just, I guess they just assumed that because they were relative, I would have something to forgive. And I said, well, no, and I don't really want to. So I was really honest about that. And after thinking about it for a while, I thought, well, perhaps I should look at this a little bit. And I realized one of the reasons I was resisting was because it meant I had to go back and look at something that had happened years ago that was very unpleasant. And I didn't want to drag myself through that either. So I was looking at the idea, two ideas that I, that I was going to resist. One was that if I forgave that, gave that person, I said what they did was okay. And the other part was dragging myself through it again to look at it and, and uh, deal with it. At the time, I was associated with an organization that had classes on radical forgiveness. And I th- had been hearing about it and people were talking about it and how miraculous it was. And I didn't take the class, but they have a website and you can go out on the website and you can walk through a forgiveness exercise. So I decided, what the heck, let me just try it. So I went to the website and there were two options. One option was to forgive another person and the other option was to forgive myself. I decided to forgive myself. I still couldn't forgive the other person. (laughs) I know this is probably sounds familiar to some of you. And so I walked through the the process and it's really cool because you can fill out a form online and once you've done the exercise, it just disappears. It's not, not stored anywhere. It's really very, very transitory. So I walked through the entire process of forgiving myself for what happened. And I realized where I felt responsible in that action. Maybe the other person was inappropriate with me. However, I was still taking on some responsibility. And a lot of you will know that it's like, even though you're mad about something that happened or hurt or traumatized, at the same time, we all still take some responsibility for what has happened to us in our life. So I walked through the entire self-forgiveness process. I finished it. I let it go. And I realized that I no longer felt any need or any attachment to what had happened in terms of the other person. And I felt no need to forgive that person. It was just, it was over. It was gone. 
That doesn't mean that I don't think about it from time to time, and it doesn't uh, mean that I don't uh, wish it hadn't happened, perhaps, but I'm not hooked to it. It's not running me. I don't think about the person in terms of, you know, how, how evil they might be or something. I've let them go and moved on. One of the outcomes of that is that from that time on, I stopped forgiving other people. And I simply started forgiving myself for attracting the situation or for my part in the situation. And it really changed how I approached everything, how I approach conflict, how I approach things that people did that I didn't like. It doesn't mean that it's perfect. And it doesn't mean that I don't get tweaked. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to forgive somebody. I still walk through all of those things. However, I had a new way of doing things. And I had just invented this myself, really. I mean, I hadn't really talked to anybody about it. I hadn't read anything about it. I had just had the experience in the radical forgiveness exercise. A couple of years later, I was in a bookstore, used bookstore, and I walked by this shelf and I looked up and there was this shiny blue book sitting up there and I picked it up, took it off the shelf and it was a channeled book and I went, well, okay, I don't have anything against channeling by the way, but I wasn't sure I was in the place for that kind of thing. So I put it back. About a week later, I was in that same bookstore and that book was still there and I swear it was shinier than it was the, the week before. So I pulled it off the shelf and decided to buy it. The name of the book is Oneness. The author is Rasha, R-A-S-H-A. I took the book home and started perusing it and read the beginning of it and thought it was really very interesting. And so I, I got into it. And then lo and behold, one day I hit this chapter that talked about forgiveness. And I'm going to read you a quote, and it's kind of a long quote. So I'm going to tell you where to find it in the book. The book is called Oneness by Rasha. The ebook, it's on pages 66 to 67. And in the print book, it's on pages 61 to 62, just in case you want to go back. The book talks about being tethered to old energy, being tethered to something else. And this is how it's described. The sentiment goes beyond the traditional concept of forgiveness. Generally, as commonly understood and applied, forgiveness is a gesture in which a being consciously releases future tethering to an issue by giving lip service to releasing blame for a past action. While in theory this effort appears to be well-directed, in application this is a self-righteous practice that rarely produces the desired result. For the key issue, one's own stance on the issue in question would not have been released in the process. Thus, the negative energy charge would have been retained at the cellular level, magnetizing to the individual a continuing barrage of experiences on the same theme, forgiveness or not. The key to completing these patterns is not to forgive the other party their transgression, which keeps the energy polarized, but rather to release in total detachment any care one may still be carrying whatsoever about the outcome of any drama revolving around that issue. The gesture then becomes not one of forgiveness, which revolves around issues of blame or non-blame for perceived wrongdoing, but rather one of total transcendence of one's attachment." That's a mouthful of words right there. I know it. I'll dissect it a little bit. I just thought it was the most eloquent way of 
kind of what I was already saying, but the things that I thought were most important in this little piece is it talks about how we are tethered to each other. And when something happens and I decide to let go of it, if, if I turn around and look back to forgive you, then I'm tethering to you again. That's the basis of what this whole thing says. And so it's sort of like Lot's wife. Lot was told as you leave, don't turn around, don't look back. And she did. And she turned into a pillar of salt because she tethered back to the negative thing that was happening behind her. And the other thing that this says that I think is so incredibly cool and important is it talks about completing these patterns. And if you really think about it, we all have patterns with each other, especially with relatives or long-term relationships, but certainly any family members that we grew up with who have been there our whole lives, there are patterns that we're not even aware of. And when we are trying to resolve those, then they they come to the fore and we start getting right back into those patterns. And that's where we start getting confused. And that's where we start to get lose our way in terms of forgiveness or getting ourselves out of the pattern. And once I read this, and I started thinking in terms of getting out of the pattern, rather than forgiving, then my other experience that I had where I walked through all of the things that had happened from my perspective, then I started I added this other aspect to it, adding, looking at the pattern. I'm looking at this pattern that I have with this person. Oh, I have this pattern in my life. I, I, I tend to always bring in a person who is like this in some way or another. So who do I need to forgive here? Probably myself. And what do I need to do? I need to figure out why I am attracting these patterns and why I keep them going and how I keep them going. And how can I get myself off of the drama wheel? And you know, a lot of people really enjoy drama and keep it going just for the sake of keeping it going. But that's a completely different podcast. Letting go, moving forward, not allowing the past to run your life is a process. It's something that you need to learn. I need, I still need to learn. I don't think it's something that any of us ever completely get over because things happen and they stay in our minds. They also affect us, as this reading says, it affects us on the cellular level. And we have to work all of these issues out emotionally, mentally, and physically at the cellular level. Years ago, I heard that researchers were testing human tears, and the tears that are just normally in your eye are of a different chemical makeup than the tears of when you are crying. And I thought that was really such a great example of how we carry everything on the cellular level. And then guess what? Just last week, there was something out on the internet that showed pictures of tears from different emotions. Tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears of trauma, and they all look different. They're completely different. They probably have a completely different chemical makeup, which tells you a lot about the fact that we carry all of this stuff at the physical cellular level. And that means if we're carrying resentment, anger, fear, any of those things, 
Emotionally or mentally, we are also carrying them in our bodies. We all know that stress will make us sick. We all know someone who's been so bitter and angry in their lives that they've become ill and basically eaten themselves alive with all of that. So learning to forgive, and I'm going to use that word, forgive, in a different way. In fact, we would probably call it transcending the issue, but that's a little complicated. So forgiving, releasing patterns, releasing the pattern that you have with a person, not looking back to see, okay, I, I've, I forgave you. Oh, wait a minute. There you are back there doing it again. Because that's the other part is every time you look back at that situation, it happens to you again in your mind. And so you keep experiencing the same situation over and over again. And how are you ever going to let that go? How are you ever going to release that person to their highest good if you are continuing to be tethered to it? If you are continuing to magnetize that individual to yourself because of something that happened like well, even 10 minutes ago, but certainly something that happened 15, 20, 30, 50 years ago, it's over. And the only reason it's still happening is because you're running it in your mind. You're running reruns. You're telling yourself ghost stories. And then we really need to look at the fact that the other person may be completely oblivious to what is going on. Somebody could say something and you could be completely and totally offended and stomp around for five years because this person said something to you and how dare they do that and they have no clue or they're the kind of person who wouldn't care anyway. Yet you're over here running all this drama and running this pattern and doing all this to yourself and not having any effect on, on them. So you're not changing anything. Honestly, we cannot change anything that happened in the past. We cannot make it unhappen. It's like you see something, you can't unsee it. You can't unhappen something. But you can change the way you relate to that event. You can change how you feel about it. You can change how you approach it. And this has an effect on you on all of the levels. Again, you might think about it for a moment and think about something that has had you very upset in your life and, and very, very sad or very angry. And then really, really feel how your body feels. Get away from the emotional and the mental for a moment and just feel how your body feels when you are in that state of anger and resentment and hanging on to everything that you can do to try to get back at that person. It does not feel good because you are carrying at the cellular level. And you're continuing to magnetize that person to you. You're continuing to be tethered to them. So finding a way to break that pattern and to release and let it all go is an interesting and difficult and incredibly rewarding experience. Now, I'm, I'm not even going to begin to tell you that you're going to learn to do this with one person, and then you'll automatically be able to do it with everybody. That's almost never how it works. Every time something comes up, we get to do this process. We get better at it, you can get a lot better at it. And eventually, when something happens, instead of having to look at it and, and deal with it over days or weeks or months, in that moment, you go, okay, I'm not going to want to carry this. And then you walk through that process. And that might take you 
hours. It might take you a day. Eventually, you get to where you're pretty much doing this regularly, easily, but it doesn't ever mean you're not going to have to pay attention to it. Because we are human, and we live in the human world, and we live with other humans, and this stuff is just going to stuff is just going to happen. It just is. You know, one of the things about attraction that really bugs me, the law of attraction that really bugs me is when I hear people say, you know, I was in such a good mood today. And then I went out and I went into the store and this cash register person was so nasty to me. What did I do wrong? What did I do to attract that? And I want to say, you did not attract that. You walked out into the world and you ran into the world. The choice is what you do with that in interaction. You can beat yourself up for going out there and running into somebody who's having a bad day too, or you can let it go and say, I, I really hope that person has a, a good day, but it wasn't about me. And that comes to the next part about forgiving is that I've already talked about this a little bit, but I'll be a little bit more clear. If someone does something that you don't like, they do something that hurts you, that is about them. Now you have your own issue. Yes, you, you, what you have is about you, but what they did is their stuff. If they say something that, that hurts your feelings, that's their stuff. And even really horrifically horrible things, it's still them. And what you get to deal with is yours. You can't change them. You can't deal with their stuff. All you can do is deal with your stuff. And when you can start looking at it like, well, all right, um, this is the way this person was, and I was in front of them when it happened. And yes, I know that the situations can be absolutely horrendously horrific, and there's PT, uh, PTSD because of it. I understand all that. And one of the ways to heal is to start to look at yourself and take care of yourself, because you can't change the other person. You can't undo what happened, so you can work on yourself, work on loving yourself, work on forgiving whatever part of you that you feel like you need to forgive because very few people, and there are some, I know, but there are very few people at some point won't say, well, that was partly my fault because, and it might just be, I mean, in the case of, of women who are raped, there's the, often this thing of, well, you know, um, I, I did something wrong. I dressed wrong. I did this. I did that. And of course, our society um, sometimes piles that on as well. And that's one of those horrific things I'm talking about. And you didn't do anything wrong. You were just there and it happened. So working to recover, working to heal yourself in whatever way you can is the best thing that you can do. Spending time blaming another person, spending a time trying to get back at them does not heal you. It keeps you attached to whatever happened. I hope that makes some sense. Now, I'm not saying that any of these things that happen are right, and I'm not saying that they're good, and I'm not saying that we should give permission to go people to go out and do these things. At the same time, how do we heal from it? I can't heal from you know, being really, really ticked off and saying nasty, bad things to this person in my life that won't, because they're oblivious, but I can work on me. And I did work on me in that particular situation. And I was able to release whatever part of me thought I was any way responsible for it. And then I didn't feel so attached to 
that other person's actions. And I was able to move forward and let go and free myself from that attachment to the negative, to the horrible uh, situation that happened. Now, please understand that I have the most compassion in the world for all of you who have had something horrific happen in your life. And so there is nothing I am saying today that means to be a bypass in any way, shape, or form. I said at the beginning that I didn't really want to look at the situation that I went through because I didn't want to deal with it again. It was painful. It was ugly. I didn't want to do it. But when I did, I was able to transcend the sort of mundane, everyday pattern of it and the resentment of it and free myself from it. The way to freedom is to find a way to release, to transcend, to find out who you really are, to understand that whatever somebody else does is not you and was not caused necessarily by you, and that you are a spiritual being that has the ability and the, and the strength and the courage to change how you see things, to change how you react in the world, to change how you act in the world to change what you are tethered to, to change the patterns in your life so that you can have an experience and somehow find a way to move forward and live your life to its very fullest. Now, we're talking about everything from the neighbor who kicks over your roses to the most horrific things that can happen to you and everything in between. It's life on planet Earth. And we are here to learn how to manage that, how to navigate, how to be the beings that we are, learning to be human and embracing our humanness and allowing ourselves to have experiences, to have failures, to have successes, to be fully the people who we are. Because that is who we have come here to be. Each one of us has come here to be our precious divine, amazing self. And I encourage you to think about the idea of forgiveness, the idea of transcending things that have happened, the idea of how we attach, tether, run drama. The really cool part is you don't have to attack all of those aspects at one time. You can simply look at one of them, look at the pattern, look at trying to transcend, look at how you resist forgiveness. Just take one little thing and work on it and see what happens as you apply a different approach to the idea of forgiveness. I wish you a wonderful spirit-filled week and may the joys of the world go with you. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.